0: Chapter Five. Alwi, a voice, grandfather. I said, "You must have been scared." Oh, please, please tell me who it was. That I would be glad to do. My grandfather replied, "I sprang from the darkness and ran blindly into another tree. I spun." turning around and around, trying to gather my bearings. After several more failed attempts, I once again clung to the base of a tree. Who are you? I called out, there was no answer. Who are you? I said again, and where am I? Still there was no answer. I sat crying, my tears turning to sobs of exhaustion and fear. Finally, in desperation, I called out, Will you help me? I felt a miniature hand touch my shivering skin. Held within its grasp was a cozy wrap. The blanket encircled my shoulders and bare limbs as I huddled beneath this snug cloth. The prickly skin and stabbing cold left as quickly as it had come. It was as if I was sitting beside a crackling fire, as a magic heat penetrated deep into my body. Who are you? I asked again. Quietly, the response came. We are yells elves of his far hand Gathered here at his command I am Elway, your elf guide Throughout this journey by your side I still could not see my rescuer, but felt I had no other choice but to trust this odd creature that spoke to me in some enchanted language. His words were jumbled and confusing, the sounds not of my native tongue. I understood a few words here and there, but meaning was coming slowly. I am Jan. I am very thankful for your help. I said, emphasizing each word slowly and clearly, can you tell me where I am? A strange voice continued, you are near my village square, many friends are gathered there. I was beginning to understand this odd, fascinating language. As I listened, I could almost hear a song in the words. Safe, you are in this new place, he continued. Fear you not of our small race, but I can't tell you where you are, if you are near or if you're far. That task is not a choice for me, yet I can help you. You will see." As he said this, he waved his small hand, encouraging me to follow. My home is near, beyond this hill, follow me, be very still, he whispered, just beyond the last branch there, cross the field and up the stair. He paused for a moment, glancing around, as if to see if he were being followed. In hushed tones, he commanded, Quickly, quickly, get inside. Maybe there I will confide secrets, secrets I must share. Come with me. I'll take care. I followed his directions and moved quickly and quietly up the stairs and into the tiny door. My eyes, now fully recovered from their encounter with the tree lights, took in the home before me. His humble wooden lodging was round in shape and appeared to be covered in some kind of tree bark. The roof was made of intertwined branches of pine that formed a deep cover over the building. Windows of thick glass, which looked like sheets of rock candy, dressed the front of the house. Along the eaves, icicles hung, which were nearly perfect in their shape. An unknown brightness produced a magical glow that swirled inside each ice sculpture. It was completely dark within the cabin. As we stepped inside, suddenly the building burst into light. I could hold back no longer, and my question spilled forth What is that like, Grandfather? Where does it come from? I thought it was Rivangelet. But how does it get into the cabin? Well, I suppose I cannot blame you for asking questions this time. My grandfather chuckled. I have told you much and you have listened well. If you will listen for just a bit longer, you will soon discover not just the mystery of the lights but the greatest secret in the world. My grandfather's story continued elway stepped into the cabin for the first time i could look fully at my rescuer he was but a child small in stature with a cherub face big round eyes deep green in color stared back at me each twinkled with an intensity the likes of which i'd never seen his nose modest and round at the tip turned up just a bit. His face radiated a glow that made me feel I was in the home of a friend. He was dressed in cottony knit stockings that ran the full length of his legs. A similar top protected his arms. Over all of this he wore a forest green coat lined in fur and secured with a broad belt around his middle. Why would a child be running around in the middle of this winter world, I wondered. As he took off his hat, I realized I was not in the home of a child at all. His ears, large for his size, emerged from his hair. They were narrow and long, almost pointed on top. His first words came back to me, and I understood. We are the elves of this far land. This fascinating creature was indeed an elf. As we moved further into his tiny home, Elway continued. Come and settle by the fire. Warm it is, you will desire to linger here beside the flame. Tell me why this place you came. He was speaking more rapidly than before with urgency. I did not fully understand. Never have we had your kind. Shocked was I when I did find you lost among the forest deep. Talk and then we both shall sleep. I thanked him for his hospitality and for rescuing me from the cold. He brought me a pleasant peppermint drink that bubbled and foamed in the cup. My fear was now fully gone as I relaxed by the fire, allowing the toasty wood heat to penetrate my limbs. I had so many questions to ask, so many thoughts, but the heat and warm winter drink were intoxicating. I was soon asleep on the soft, fur rug that stretched before the fire. As I drifted, I thought I heard the creaking of the cabin's door again and again and again.